0: everybody, and welcome back to another new episode of Simi Pro. It's been so long since we've done this, but I'm still super excited to get this back rolling. If you're listening in the normal places, thank you. If you're listening on Spotify, thank you. I am one of your hosts, Dalton Barrett, a.k.a. Barrett Digital. And I'm your other host, Josh Clements, or Brit Edith. Britadit, if and, you will. And, uh, boy, it feels good to be back. Doesn't it? Aren't you just pumped? Eh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah no no it's good to be back though uh, we took a bit of a break uh, i'm gonna call it technical issues uh, on my side mostly but for the time being we're back there's a lot of news that has dropped uh, specifically in the last like week they just kept on giving more and more and more
0: well that's why we kind of want to dedicate this episode to to spider-man right and kind of predictions for the future of the MCU spider-man but also I guess we might as well just kick it off right um, with the spider-man ps4 news which um, or, or I guess it, are, are they just going with insomniac spider-man now I guess would be the proper term.
1: Uh, Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, If you somehow haven't heard the news, um, they're remastering Spider-Man PS4 for the PS5, dropping it with the new Mars Malice game. And this last week, last couple of days, in fact, they showed off a bit of the PS5 uh, gameplays, the visuals. And in doing so, they revealed that they've remodeled Peter Parker. Uh, So, in case you didn't realise it, Uh, Before, Peter Parker was modeled after a guy called uh, John...
0: I'm going to butcher this name. John Bubniak? That sounds right. I'm pretty sure you're correct. You could be wrong, and people are going to tell us, but you could also be right. So we'll see.
1: (laughs) Well, in the PS4 version, it was modeled after this guy, whose name I'm not going to say ever again. Uh, And then they revealed that it's modeled after a guy called Ben Jordan, uh, a a British model, uh, for the
0: new version. And that's got quite a uh, mixed response, let's say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Insomniac had to come out with an official statement. Um, This is from Insomniac. Today, news about the new Peter Parker face model has surprised some of you, and we over at Insomniac totally understand your reaction. It even took us a while to get used to Peter's new look, but as we discussed the franchise's future and moving to the PS5, it quickly became apparent that delivering even more believable looking characters made finding a better facial facial match for actor Yuri Lowenthal, who we love as Peter. He's the guy who does The Voice. Um, It said, making that a necessity. We care a whole lot about the character uh, and your attachment to him, so please know that we did not make this decision or change lightly. As we did throughout the development of Marvel's Marvel's Spider-Man, we'll continue to read your comments, listen, and always be looking for ways to improve every facet of the game. So that's as close to a reason for the changes they've given. Um, The new face model, they they claim... um, better matches the voice uh and, and i think there's probably some longevity built into that right um but i don't know what do you think what, what do you think about the face in general i guess
1: well yeah okay so first of all i think they've said that this is the face going forward so it'll be in the sequel it'll, i wouldn't be surprised if they if they change the face in the miles morales game to this version too but um yeah i, I like the face uh so peter parker in that game is twenty three years old, I believe. And John Bubniak is he he was getting into his thirties when they did the mocap. The new guy that they've got, he's a lot closer to the actual age. And I think that works just a bit better. I know I know a lot of people's complaints are he looks too young, he you know, this is meant to be an experienced Spider Man and I don't get that from this guy's face, which I can I can see where they're coming from, but at the same time, when the the twenties are a weird stage in life, but once you enter how you look at 18 you don't change for the next 10 years unless you chose to grow out some like facial hair or something but like you you look exactly the same so i, I think he looks good enough uh we've only seen one scene with him and he did fine like uh, emotion wise i'm excited i think he looks great uh, he he has the same aspects of bubniak where he kind of he kind of looks like all of them at once he looks mostly like Holland's, which is another uh, complaint that people
0: have. But I'm excited. He looks good. He looks like Peter Parker. Right. I I I see Holland a little bit, um, but not all that much. I guess uh, it's it's more the eyes. I think the rest of him just kind of looks like he he just looks like a really generic guy. Um, I do understand the age comments where people are like, well, he looks he looks 16. And all this kind, of, but he definitely passes for 23. I, I mean, he, you know, I'm 21 and when I shave, I look 12 years old. Right. And, and so he definitely passes for 23, probably more so than, uh, Bobniak did. Uh, I, uh, that was one of my main complaints with, um, with Spider-Man PS4. Um, I was just that he looked like he was like, 35 40 years old i mean he he looked significantly older than the story um played out and i understand people have gotten used to that and and you know mad respect to to bob niac for for that you know role because he did a great job and he looked a whole lot like peter parker and it was it was it was a a good thing but i do like this peter a little more i think um i don't know that it fits better i don't none of that kind of stuff i think he looks a little more like peter parker and we'll just have to see when the actual game comes out. But it's also not like there's all that much Peter Parker in the game. It's a whole lot more Spider-Man focused than it is Peter Parker focused.
1: Yeah, I mean, people people have gotten quite angry at this. Uh, Some have just said it's like it's an unnecessary change, which may be true, but we don't know what the story is. Uh, but yeah, you see Peter Parker's face maybe five or six times throughout the entire game and i can only think of two times where the face is actually matters because it's meant to be conveying emotion and until like we see those scenes rendered within the game engine you can't really talk about them uh, so most of the time you're just staring at the back of someone's head so i really don't think it like affects that much of the story um especially when ultimately that like, you've played the game before you know how it's going to play out most of the the, the benefits of the game, most of the compliments that it received was from the character writing, from the gameplay, the visuals, most of the stuff that doesn't involve the face of Peter Parker.
0: Well, and I also think uh, we also don't know how um, this new guy or, or this new model, I'll say, is going to carry emotion. Um, I do see it as kind of a weird choice, but between, uh, I mean, look at most game series. Between uh, consoles, between generations of these games, there's almost always some kind of change to the model. I mean, this is a, a, a pretty substantial one, but this is one of the first ones that we've seen, um, you know, in this sort of generation of uh, where where you can have a super accurate face model and then moving on to the next um, generation, you know, it's probably the first one that comes to mind, you know, um, because you're talking about, you know, the the transition from PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3, for instance, those graphics were such a huge jump that you had these likenesses that were a whole lot more like uh, a whole lot more realistic. And, and so I can see it. I can see people's issues and I can understand people's frustrations with it. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's not necessarily a new thing going with a new model for a face and, um, kind of upgrading the look of, of characters in video games. And like I said, it's, it's almost definitely for the longevity of the series. Um, if you, if you go with the, a, a model like this, who's going to translate better to the new system and matches the voice better, you know, for the future of the series, it, it it's going to be a good thing, right? So I think we just kind of have to wait and see and let it play out uh, and see how it looks on the game. And all in all, all, all things considered, if you just absolutely hate this new, hate this new look for Peter, you can always just play Spider-Man PS4. It's backwards compatible. With, uh, PS4 games are backwards compatible with the PS5, so you can literally just pop it into your PS5 and play it. There's really no need in getting this upset over it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and. and it, it, yeah, I think that's the thing. It's, su-
1: it's such an outrage. at something that's so minuscule, really. And beyond beyond looking at just the the model change, the lighting on the the screenshots and the videos we've seen is insanely detailed. And I, I like I think part of that's getting lost in the upset, in that you know this is the first generation of next gen. Like this is one of the first games coming out for it. Can you imagine what that's going to look like in five, six years? Because games only got better over the last course of the last generation. So, you know, in 10 years, but just based on the lighting of the the new reveal, games in 10 years might genuinely be photorealistic. And I
0: think that's getting very much so lost in translation here. Well, we're close to photorealism currently, right? I, yeah, I think part yeah. of what people don't understand is to remaster this game on the new engine, they had to rebuild these models, right? They had to rebuild the character models. Um, they can put them in the same sim- simulations to, to to make the animations look the same. But for this next-gen um, uh, system, for this console, they had to recreate these models. If you get the same guy who four years ago was almost 30 years old to come back again you know, now that he's, uh, I'm not sure how old um, the the original Peter is, but he's aged four years since he last came in and did these. So he's going to look different anyway. Um, so I don't know. I i mean, I think, you know, if if all of the games that come out are for this generation of, uh, of consoles, you know, if the next three Spider-Man games or whatever, if they release one a year or something... You know you've got a pretty pretty consistent looking model that you can upgrade and update as you go along. Um, but w- we're really close to photorealism already. You're talking about how in the future we may have photorealistic games that that the the p s five spider-man model is is su- or, or Peter Parker model is super close to photorealism already. Uh, it's it's really baffling that that's from you know, just a video game. I, I mean, it's it, it looks like a like a CG model from a from a movie, right? It's but yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, super like the, the only used to be whenever you'd watch a movie, they say, "Oh, the CGI in this looks like a video game cutscene." I don't think it has an insole anymore. I think that's a compliment at this point,
0: right? I mean, if uh, I don't know, it's it's really impressive what they've been able to do, um, and I don't think they're going to sway on this decision. Um, oh no, no! They
1: put so much time and money into this that you know they—I don't think they have the option to at this point.
0: Well, uh, theoretically, they could because the, the the movements are already built and set up for cutscenes and stuff like that. So all they would have to do is place the old model on it. But I, I just don't see them doing that. The new one looks so much better. It's built for this system. The hair looks phenomenal. Everything about it looks so good. Um, so I think they're probably going to keep it um no matter how much people complain do you know who i'm excited to see what is that electro (laughs) yes that brings us on to the next little topic of information having to do with spider-man because this past week has been a spider-man filled week spider-man 3 um whatever the title of this is going to be the mcu spider-man 3 I already had a Spider-Man 3. His name was Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. <laughs> um, this the, the film has just added a new cast member, and if you're living under a rock, you may not have heard this, but chances are you've already heard. Um, it's absolutely shocking news. <laughs> Jamie Foxx, <I> <laughs> uh, who played Electro in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, one of the worst comic book movies of all time, uh, played one of the worst comic book movie villains of all time, uh, is returning. Jamie Foxx super talented actor, I would like to note. I don't want to just oh yeah. get down on Jamie Foxx. The, Fox. the faults
1: of Amazing Spider-Man 2 are not on most of the people involved in that movie.
0: They are both behind the scenes, let's say. Let, let's right. leave it at that. Right, absolutely. But Jamie Foxx is returning as Electro for the MCU, which is the most baffling news to me that I think I have ever heard. It's it's something
1: that you'd never think. Like, that's the kind of thing that We Got This Covered would put up, where they're like, ex-Spider-Man star returns to the franchise, and it's just a rumor with zero basis whatsoever. It's just a name they plucked out the hat. But this has like th- this was reported by a genuine source who has actual credibility.
0: Well, it, so, so it, you say that, right? You say this this feels like a like a we got this covered article. This feels like a clickbait. It doesn't because it's too unlikely for even that. It's well, yeah, so like you, you
1: hear ex Spider-Man star returns to franchise. You're expecting like oh they're bringing back you know Tobey Maguire, or Andrew Garfield. or something. Like, no, it's it's. It's a
0: guy who wasn't even the main villain in his own movie. It's the it's it's one of the least popular villains from probably the least popular movie returning. It's just such a weird, out of nowhere thing. It's a villain that nobody expected to be in this movie already, right? Nobody expected Electro to be uh, the villain uh, or or a villain in in the MCU because we from past experience, they've been using villains who weren't in other movies. And so that's already weird enough in and of itself. Uh, And then you throw in the fact that not only are they bringing Electro into this movie, but it's played by the same guy who played him in the amazing Spider-Man two. And it's just such, such a weird, such a weird choice. Um, Not only to include him, but also to do this Um, And Jamie Foxx is also a really big actor. And this was a point I was making to you before we started recording. This was not like a coincidence. It's not, there's no way they said, we want to put Electro in this movie and then auditioned people and Jamie Foxx auditioned. And so they gave him the part. That's just not, that's not the way that this could have gone down. Jamie Foxx wouldn't have auditioned for it. Uh, so they had to intentionally say, "Not only do we want Electro, we want Jamie Fox to come back to Electro." That's just the way that this has to have worked. I don't see there being and any way that that's not the case. It, and it, there's so many just aspects of this that leave me—I want to say—almost
1: speechless because I just I don't know. I don't know where this came from. I don't know where this is going to go. Like it. <sighs> so so Spider-Man 3 if i remember correctly was meant to film in like august and then it got pushed back to september then november and then it's i think it's even pushed back to
0: very early next year i'm, I'm pretty sure you're correct I, I don't think they start filming until next year but it's
1: yeah I, I i think they're filming like february next year but also you know this has been in production for a while they definitely have a story by now. I, I would even wager that they probably have a title set out. But it's so... The, the rumour before this was Craven, which makes somewhat some kind of sense in that it's a villain who hasn't been done before, who has a long history with Spider-Man. Uh, it, like that's something that you'd go to see on in the movies. And now this, like they just dropped this bomb. And I don't know how you're meant to interpret it. It's so, it's so bizarre. So bizarre. Well, and
0: it's, Uh, it's also just, uh, not only is it bizarre, it, it begs a lot of questions, right? Because there is the chance that he's just returning in the same way that J.K. Simmons returned as J. Jonah (laughs) Jameson. J.K. Cinnamon Cinnamon returned as J. Jonah Simmons. Cinnamon. Simeon like <laughs> right. all uh, wow. j k cinnamon <laughs> as j Jonah Simeon um there is a chance that that's the case, but that feels so much more unlikely with this character, right because the reason j k Simmons i'm sorry j k cinnamon has to return as j Jonah Simeon is because There's no one else who can touch that character and do it as good. And everybody on the team knew that. So they said, hey, J.K. Simmons, will you come back and be in this movie? And he said, sure. Right? That part makes sense. When it comes to Jamie Foxx's Electro, I don't think anyone watched The Amazing Spider-Man 2 (laughs) and said, nobody else can ever play this character because it was already done perfectly. (laughs) I just don't think anybody said that. Uh, ever in history, know, he, he sung "Itsy Bitsy Spider" <laughs> using electrical wires, right? Which is just a rip-off of another Spider-Man movie. Um, yeah, he said, oh, "What's the famous line from that movie?" Oh, like, "Don't you know I'm Electro?" <laughs> yeah, there it is. Don't you know I'm Electro? Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, we could we could we could spend
1: hours digging down into the Amazing Spider-Man two and why we aren't fans of it, to say
0: the least. Well, that's the question. Um, The question is, actually, (laughs) what is going on? Yeah,
1: because, I mean, you think of Amazing Spider-Man 2, right? And the first thing anyone you think of is Andrew Garfield. Then you think of Gwen Stacy. Then you maybe remember that Harry Osborn was in that movie for some reason. Then you remember that Electro is in some part of the movie as a stalker. And it's... It's like... It's so... I genuinely have no words to describe how this feels. Because it came out of nowhere. It doesn't really seem to lead anywhere. It's just completely random. I mean, there's a few theories that I've seen. And, you know, I think we've both thought about in terms of what this could mean and why it's happening. Uh, A big one I've seen is that WandaVision, which comes out later this year, is going to release, and that involves Wanda messing up the multiverse by changing realities, you know, sort of House of M situation. And then Spider-Man picks up, and that's about the aftermath of WandaVision. And then again, uh, Doctor Strange picks up, and that's about trying to fix the broken pieces, so to speak.
0: Right. and And both of those things come out prior to um the Spider-Man film. Both of those movies come out before um sp- the the third Spider-Man film does. And so you've got that going on. Another thing that you have going on is this um Spider-Man cinematic universe that Sony is building um with the Spumcy. Right, <laughs> the Spunk. Um with uh Morbius and um and Venom, and all of these things. And so maybe this plays into that somehow? Maybe they're trying to... to, Because isn't there a Madam Web movie that's supposedly coming out? That would probably deal with the... I forgot about that. That would probably supposedly deal with the multiverse, I would assume. Um, Yeah, I mean, well... So, I think the
1: rumor, at least, was that... I remember there was a rumor, like, years ago, I think, just before Far From Home released... That they were going to do like nine Spider Man films, and that was going to be like him building up, which I don't think is true. Uh, I doubt that's, that they're going to get nine movies out of this. I'd love it if they did. I'm, I'm a big fan of Tom Holland's Spider Man, but uh, it's the, the rumor was that they're saying not the Sinister 6, which has been kind of apparent since Homecoming released, and they had uh, Vulture and Scorpion. Then they released Venom, now they've got Morbius coming out in which Vulture cameos, which means that's connected to the MCU, but they they used Raimi's Spider-Man in it for some reason. Uh, there's a lot, just like another certain character from another cinematic universe who has
0: far, far, far too many iterations. And we're planning that, we're planning that episode, don't worry. All of you guys who are wondering, what do Dalton and Josh think about the fact that there are 11 current Batman projects coming out by DC? Don't worry. We've got it covered. Um, but yeah, no, I see what you're saying. There's just so much saturation of Spider-Man content at the moment. The the Spider-Man content we've gotten so far, uh, I like the MCU stuff. Venom was okay. Uh, I, re- I actually really enjoyed Venom in a in a dumb, I'm bad for- movie kind of way. Yeah. But it's just such a weird choice to do this unless they're building towards some kind of Spider-Verse thing, Um, which I've seen some people are upset about the possibility of that, right? They want to see, which I I completely disagree with, and we'll talk about this a little more momentarily, but uh, there are people who are upset about the idea that we're going to have this big multiverse centered Spider-Man movie instead of the more localized small town New York hero Spider-Man movie because we haven't gotten that yet right so you've got the first uh, you've got Homecoming which is about Spider-Man and Tony Stark and the Avengers and you've got uh, far From Home, where he travels to to to, to Italy and, and all of these kind of things, and now you've got this movie that will be about the multiverse. So you haven't had that whole small-town Spider-Man in New York City kind of thing yet.
1: Yeah, I think I'm more okay with the sort of larger-scale stuff, Spider-Man, um, because in a way, and I, I can see the argument against this, We've had five movies where he's been, you know, dealing with threats that mostly allocate to just New York, just his home. So in a universe where you you have these characters who uh, create global threats and threats to reality and such, I'm fine with seeing how that impacts, like, the small guy, so to speak. Because yeah. he is, he represents, Like, you know, he's not a billionaire, he's not a sorcerer, he's not any of these things. He's just a kid. And I like seeing that sort of down-to-earth impact that these events have on him.
0: Same. I I don't mind it mainly because, you know, if this was the first Spider-Man movie we ever got, it would be a little different. Um, Even then, I still don't think I would mind it. Uh, Because you got to remember, in one of the last two times we saw Spider-Man, we literally got to see Spider-Man swinging through a battle against Thanos on Thor's hammer. Like, that's... So amazing that we even get that uh, and that we get a, a characterization of Spider-Man that's, that's really good. Tom Holland does a great job um, and the writing is 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 solid. And yes, they are bigger scale stories than than we're used to. But we've also had, you know, five or, or yeah, five movies of the smaller scale local hero Spider-Man. So to me, it's not that big of a deal that we get these larger scale um, not so friendly neighborhood Spider-Man movies. I'm okay with it. I don't have any issues with it. I know people do, and that's fine. I, I completely understand people taking issue with that. Uh, but we've got five of those, so let's let's do some bigger scale stuff. Let's see what it's like when you put him in a universe with with Thor and Iron Man and Captain America and 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 uh, Black Panther and all of these 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 huge amazing large scale heroes, and even like the Guardians of the Galaxy and Thanos. Like how would how would a Spider-Man react to that uh, in in the real world and and I'm I'm excited to see some more of that um, and I am really excited to see Spider-Man tackle the multiverse I mean that's going to be awesome if that's even what we're seeing but ultimately it's what it comes down to is is this is not the 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 comic book world. This is not the the world that maguire had. This is not the world that that Garfield had. This is its own thing, and I'm super excited to kind of see the future of that. I, I you know as it goes, like you said, they're probably not going to make nine of these. But let's say hypothetically they do, what does the ninth one look like, right? If they keep building on it and expanding, I mean, what happens when we get to Spider Man nine? Uh, you know, it, I I don't know. I'm really interested to see kind of the future of this franchise. Um, especially if they do dive into the multiverse. I've you know, I've wanted a Spider-Verse movie since they canceled Spider-Man four, you know. I wanted a Spider-Verse movie with just Andrew Garfield I can hear and I
1: I can hear the tears coming out with this. I mean it's, oh, it's it's a rough subject.
0: It is. But I mean let's say hypothetically they do get Toby Maguire back, right? They already know that Sam Raimi will direct um, an MCU movie. What if they get yeah. Sam Raimi to direct a Spider Verse movie? Are you telling me you would rather have Spider Man just diddling around in New York City than a Sam Raimi directed Spider Verse movie? Is that what you're telling me that you want? I don't know. It's it, it blows my mind that Sam Raimi's directing
1: an MCU movie. I I routinely forget it. I still don't quite believe that it's happening. And I am unbelievably excited for it at the same time. Well, he could still
0: quit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is definitely... I don't need some negativity in my life. <laughs> he he could get fired. Uh, he could leave the project <laughs> for creative differences. We don't know. But it's still... Well, okay, so
1: this is this is another thing that I wanted to talk to you about. So, Electro is coming back. Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electro. What kind of precedent do you think this sets for pe- things like the Marvel Netflix characters? Because I'm using this as a justification
0: to bring Charlie Cox back as Daredevil. Well, so the thing about that is, Charlie Cox Daredevil is set in such a... such a it's It would be even easier than this, right? Because the, the Netflix Daredevil series does take place in a world that easily fits into the MCU. We know now that it's not technically MCU, but it fits in a world where that's totally possible. And especially now with Disney+, and these MCU series that are actually tied into the MCU... Um, I think it's absolutely a possibility. I think it's not only possible, but plausible. I don't know about the rest of the Defenders. They may recast them. They may never touch him again. Who knows? Uh, I would personally like to see Luke Cage back. That was um, Daredevil was probably my favorite, but Luke Cage was really up there, uh, specifically see, uh, the first season. Yeah, Mike even.
1: Coulter's Luke Cage was great. I, I think that, for the most part, the castings of those characters were great. I think
0: that, other than Iron Fist, they will have at least one great series. Uh, right. Well, and, and Punisher specifically, I would love to see, uh, John Bernthal come back as the Punisher, but if they recast him and still had Charlie Cox as your devil, it wouldn't be that huge of a deal. Um, especially now with Jamie Foxx returning as Electro, if it is just a random thing where the same actor is playing the same character in a new universe, you know, you know, who cares? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We haven't. We also haven't even discussed the fact that it could just be because we know Electro has that power in in the Tasm verse to just completely dismantle his body and turn into electronic particles. That he does. could, uh, yes. Remember, he goes through the electricity. He goes <laughs> through the plugs. Don't you assume far too much? that I remember anything about Tasm too. He goes through the plugs in in the Oscorp building. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. Now I remember. Uh, and then he reforms and, and looks just like Doctor Manhattan um like they just straight stole the effect but maybe that's the case maybe when he died or whatever I don't remember how he died in that movie um he,
1: um, he gets like overloaded okay. he goes to the power plant and they they make the analogy of uh if when you power up a battery too much it blows up
0: so what they could absolutely do is just say that when he blew up his particles got sent to another universe bam now you've got your example for for multiverse travel, right? Like that's, yeah. it's easy. If they want to explain it at all, they may just say he's there and he's the villain, right? Who knows? And quite frankly, who cares, right? One of the things I like so much about the MCU Spider-Man is they don't really give origin stories for their villains, right? Like Mysterio was just Mysterio. And um, Vulture, while he had a little bit of an origin story, he was also just vulture, like he he was. Well, he
1: he was shown just like they gave him motivation more than anything else. Right. And exactly.
0: They're like, oh yeah, he, you know, it's been a while. He's done it all. Right. Exactly. So that so they could totally do that here too, uh, and just never touch on it. But I don't I don't know. It I think it does probably bring more validity to bringing some of those Netflix actors back. Or maybe just other past. I, I can't particularly think of any Marvel movies that haven't been remade at this point, except for the Fantastic Four. So, this could also bring validity to that. You could bring back the uh, the 2004 um, Fantastic Four cast. I, I don't know that Chris Evans is, as the human torch would work, but I'm sure he would do it. Uh, but even still, like I mean, have only got person. one
1: cast of the live action Fantastic Four to go off of. Only one. There was never any else right never
0: <laughs> well i like the cast from that one i also wouldn't mind them bringing that cast back um especially now and, and, but once again you have the same issue with michael b jordan as you do with with uh chris evans but i don't know i think there is some precedent for that now um i still can't think of any other thing that the mcu hasn't touched that existed before the mcu um, um Yeah, yeah. You got I mean, Daredevil, but you got two versions of Daredevil uh, that existed well, pre MCU. But I don't see them bringing Ben Affleck back as Daredevil. You got Howard the Duck. You could bring back Howard the Duck. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh Blade, Blade, yeah, but they've already cast a new Blade, so uh, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you could do the X Men, but they haven't even cast the new X Men yet, so they're not.
0: Well you that know? would be yeah, you could bring back the 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 previous version of the X Men, but I don't know why you would ever choose to do that unless you just wanted right. James McAvoy back as Professor X, which I would be you know, on board if they, with. If
1: they took James McAvoy and they took Michael Fassbender
0: and they recast everyone else, I would have been I would be perfectly fine with that. I wouldn't mind Nicholas Holt returning as Beast under the honest under solid. the precedent that he would you know actually stay as Beast. Yeah, um, that
1: <laughs> instead of just, you know Quinn out of the makeup every five seconds from right. a cure that kind of derails his entire character motivation. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see.
0: But but well, yeah, it, it does it, open it, it the sets door for an interesting
1: that. precedent going forward in terms like depending on how they do this, like you said, if they if it's just Electro MCU but Jamie Foxx happens to be playing him or if it's the Tazman version that's moved over, or if it's something else entirely like it, it kind of changes how the MCU might work
0: from that point onwards. Well, the because mindset it shows a difference. The, the The mindset is still, to an extent, and much less so than it was three, four, five years ago. But the mindset, to an extent, is still, you know, if e- even with DC and Marvel, right? If if a uh, if. You know, you can't have Henry Cavill in the MCU because he's Superman. You can't have Ezra Miller in the MCU because he's already playing the Flash. And that is still the mindset that some people hold. But now, you know, we've got a mindset where it's like, okay, this is somebody from a completely different Spider-Man universe playing the same character in a new movie. And it's like, yeah, it it completely kind of restructures the mindset that you have about who can play these characters in these movies, which is also really neat, you know, like, um, and I know they won't. Uh, just because I, you know, I know he's done, but this would open the door for hypothetically Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine in the MCU, which is something that previously you would think they're going to recast just because this is a new universe and you don't want to confuse people by using the same actor. But this sets the precedent that that's okay, which is another thing that's 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 neat about this cast. Um, and there could be some other characters or other actors who we see come back in some capacity, which would also just be neat um i don't know we'll have to see well that, that's the biggest thing we don't know what's going to come of it um but I, I i don't see there being any way that this happens that's not done intentionally casting jamie right. fox as electro wasn't just a thing that they did and said Oh yeah it'll be fun this was done intentionally they chose to say we want jamie fox as electro for a purpose I don't know what that purpose is because I don't work at Marvel, but they did that on purpose. That was an intentional choice.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's... it's. I mean, even people that we know are coming over, like uh, Blind Reynolds, Deadpool, who we've known for a while now. Like they've said, we're keeping Deadpool. Uh, like, it it opens a doorway that could explain any kind of transitions that they want. Uh, it, I don't... <laughs> Like, like we say, we don't know where they're going to go with this. We don't know what their plan is.
0: We, it, I mean, this has been reported. It could literally be a 30-second cameo. Absolutely. Well, and it, it could be, I'm pretty sure, I may have the report still pulled up, Um let me read. I'm, I'm It may still be. It's. It's. He's in final talks, right? So it's not even that he's going to be in the movie at this point. He's just in final talks to be playing Electro. So we've been talking about this as if it's a hundred percent going to happen. Chances are it's going to happen, but there's still a chance that it, it doesn't, right? Because they are only in final talks. They're not um, completely decided. Like final on final talks it.
1: can devolve. They can cancel.
0: Uh, Jonah Hill was in final talks for Penguin for Batman. Right, and he wanted too much money and they said no and he said fine let me lose much okay, weight I won't. and then they got Conan farrell <laughs> which is arguably a significantly better choice i don't know um they apparently talked to seth rogan too i don't know if you knew that but if, oh yeah no i remember that too yeah. that leads yeah. me to believe that they were going to take penguin in a much different uh, direction than they than they chose well, to yeah i assume they're just going to do get a,
1: like a chubby actor and then book we'll around that, and then they got of They're like, "Well, we can't ask him to gain sixty pounds in weight, so uh, we'll just cover your makeup right. and make you look unrecognizable." Right. <laughs>
0: I don't know. It's it's interesting, and we'll see we'll see where it goes from here. Um, but it, I, I'm 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 going to be very curious to see where this goes, and it did kind of. In all honesty, it re-sparked some interest in this movie for me. Not that I was disinterested before, but it just kind of... Um, it definitely did re-spark my, my intrigue for this. Because it's not... It's certainly not at the top of my anticipated MCU movies list. Um, that would probably be Multiverse of Madness because of Sam Raimi's connection. Um, but this did... You know, this announcement really did kind of respark my interest in this film. So, I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah. I mean... Uh- uh, you know, Black Widow has been delayed to March, which makes this the first year since 2009 That hasn't had an MCU movie release. And I think that's genuinely Affected a lot of people like I know there's a big meme about how cinema is dead now or whatever or cinema's live depending on how you look at it uh, But yeah, I mean future MCU projects. I kind of forget that they're a thing I mean we've had She-Hulk and Miss Marvel cast and that reminded me that, oh yeah, we're getting a She-Hulk series and we're getting a Miss Marvel series. So something like this, which is again, as we said many, many times, incredibly strange. It's a good promotional move because it means people talking about this movie which isn't even releasing for another year. And
0: well, there's like they're getting hype built up around it already. And another thing that's that's intriguing about it too and and as much as the the movie industry shutting down is probably bad for disney's pockets it is almost definitely good for the mcu's longevity and i mean that uh by what a lot of people thought should happen after endgame was marvel should take a little break and we all knew that wasn't going to happen but i heard so many people say yeah they should take a, 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 a maybe a year maybe two years take a break from releasing uh marvel movies just to give it time to breathe and then when you start it back up people are going to be excited and and all that kind of stuff and you're going to build longevity and clearly they weren't going to do that they released spider-man homecoming like like a month later or uh far from home i'm sorry they released it like a month later um but they that now they have that right they've had a year to breathe with no mcu projects coming out which is exciting i mean other than um WandaVision, which is going to come out this year. But but film-wise, they gave yeah, it some time I mean, to breathe. And Kevin that's Feige awesome.
1: is a guy who knows how to plan.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that, but he's also a guy who knows we're not going to go a year without releasing a movie. I don't think he planned the COVID shutdown unless <laughs> unless the movie industry oh, shut I mean, down was a huge... Depending on what conspiracy theory threads you follow, there's a good chance. Is this a new conspiracy that Kevin Feige is responsible for, for COVID? Oh, I... There's conspiracies for everything. There's
1: there's conspiracies on both sides. Uh, I was I was looking at a leak schedule earlier. Like I was just kind of, I think it was looking at DC leaks, just kind of seeing if anything new had popped up recently. And uh, there was a massive discussion about between people about the similarities between BVS and Civil War, uh, about how Endgame stole Zack Snyder's five film arc. Uh, like, there's people who still believe this kind of stuff. And I, this is something that happened fairly recently. Kevin Feige visited the set of Suicide Squad back when it was filming. Like, James Gunn invited him on and was like, hey, come check out this movie I'm working on. And they just let him do it. And he extended the same offer to any DC directors or producers when he goes to work on Guns the Galaxy 3. There's, there's a whole conspiracy theory war between fandoms that... Like DC and Warner Brothers and Disney, they don't care about it because they're still earning billions of dollars from them.
0: I just love the idea that Kevin Feige created the coronavirus and I'm going <laughs> to stick with that. Um, we need to tell Justin he'd probably buy it. Um, but I love the idea that Kevin Feige created the coronavirus just to give the MCU a year break to build the longevity of it. I, I think that and, is, out of all I the... Saw,
1: con- I saw a good joke, which was Kevin fucking created the coronavirus so that by the time the MCU starts releasing movies, both it will be 2023, so it will be post-snap, but will still be in the right time zones.
0: That's great. I like that. That's a good one. That's another thing nobody's talked about either but that's, that's a whole nother discussion. Well,
1: they they, they, they they did actually make a comment on it. They said that uh, but even with COVID-19, the timeline won't be affected, which makes me think that none of the movies really care about the timeline at this point. Right, right. Uh, until you get Kang or Galactus or another big bad coming in, I don't think they'll even mention it.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't know. I do think, out of all the COVID theories I've heard, Kevin Feige creating the coronavirus is the best one. Um I guess that's that's about all we've got today. Uh yeah, yeah, just a little Spider-Man news. Just some Spider-Man news. And we've got we've got another episode planned. Like I said, uh if you are listening on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you're listening, we want to thank you. We are now uploading these to YouTube and hopefully Instagram if um that goes better than it did the last time. Um, but yeah, we're 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 looking at rolling out some new stuff here soon. We're going to get back into the film show uh, eventually as well. But we took a little break because there was no big news. We do have a Batman episode planned coming up, but we're super excited for that. And once again, thank you for listening. You can follow me on Instagram at Barrett Digital, and you can follow me at Britheaded. Alrighty, and we will see you on the hopefully sooner than later next episode of Semi Pro.